This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's drive time now. Welcome to Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network. Tribe Talk is brought to you by Progressive, helping Indians fans save hundreds on car insurance. everyone, welcome to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse along with you this weekend as we join you from Goodyear, Arizona and Tribe Spring Training. I know back home in Northeast Ohio, some snow this weekend, but the beautiful weather continues out here in Arizona and the Indians will continue their exhibition slate this afternoon. Two games against Oakland, one in Las Vegas, another over at Oakland's complex in Mesa. And you can hear the game from Mesa right here on the Indians Radio Network with a first pitch time of 3.05. Good show lined up for you today. A little bit later on, we'll hear from starting pitchers Logan Allen and Zach Plesak. We will also visit with Francisco Lindor and Nolan Jones, a bright young third base prospect for the Indians. But first, news of the day from Tribe Manager Terry Francona, who met with the Cleveland media on Saturday morning with several injury updates, including the latest on Carlos Carrasco, and it is promising for Carrasco, who threw a bullpen yesterday. Uh, he's good. As long as he, when they go out on the field today, as long as he reacts to everything okay, he will pitch on Tuesday. Savali is going to throw a, a, like a two-inning sim game today, like 15 pitches up and then sit and go out and maybe throw 15 to 18. So that, that'll be at, I think, 10, 15. And I think I saw McKenzie in there is also doing live BP. He's throwing in between. Okay. That's the down for, for Aaron. You know, for Aaron and Cookie, uh, is there still enough time for them where, where they'd be okay to start the season? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna run up against how stretched out a few of these guys are. Um, you know, it'll it'll be it'll be interesting. That's you know, I I don't think that if I sat here and said yeah we're gonna get guys out to 100 pitches that wouldn't be true. Going once, going twice. <laughs> how's how's Naquin? 
he's doing really well. Um, James said within the next week we're going to sit down and kind of go over a schedule with him, uh, which is is exciting. You know, he's he's doing a really good job. Um, when I say within the week, I think he met in about a week. So when we do, I'll certainly tell you guys. So it looks like Clevenger did, in fact, start that throwing program yeah. yesterday. Yeah, he's, uh, as we've witnessed, Clev is never going to hold back, and he seems to be a pretty good healer. We've seen that, you know, last year. And he's driven, so that that's, that's always good to see somebody be active. Just makes you feel a lot better than somebody just walking around on crutches. Is Simber doing okay? Yeah, he you know he's his side's a little bit tight. Um, just don't want to push guys that you know. Man, I mean it's you know and with all these games, it's been tough to find enough pitching. But we don't want to run somebody out there and hurt them because we were trying to fill an inning in a spring training game. That's why you've seen a, a lot of the minor league kids coming over, and you will continue to the next few days. That's Tribe Manager Terry Francona. Now stay tuned. When we come back, we'll hear from Indian shortstop Francisco Lindor as Tribe Talk continues on the Cleveland Clinic Indians radio network. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse back with you at the Indian Spring Training Complex in Goodyear, Arizona. Well, you, you figure a big key to the Indians' fortunes this season is their shortstop, Francisco Lindor, one of the best players in the game today, and uh, certainly coming off uh, another strong season a year ago. Uh, how about this? After missing the first three weeks, and, and who knows if, if he was really 100% when he came back. It might have taken a little bit. He doesn't say that, but he had missed uh, most of spring training with a uh, calf issue and then an ankle injury. Uh, just didn't get off to a good start for him, but he still hit 32 home runs and 74 runs driven in. And when we caught up with him, we, we asked him about the difference between this spring coming in healthy and last spring when he came in hurt. Um, it's, I'm so happy. I'm ecstatic. I'm blessed to be able to come out here and uh, be able to practice since day one. Last year, I didn't have that last year. It was, I'm trying to recover, you know, and um, 
it was it was different but now it's i'm so happy and blessed to be here and be able to be with the guys on a daily basis i'm still trying to figure out my routine you, you mentioned it the other day mm-hmm. how different what were you doing last year at this time instead of taking your ground balls and, and batting practice last year we'll come in really like extremely early um go in the cold tub, hot tub, contrast, and then start doing my, whether it was my activation exercise, massage, um, soft tissue, um, then go back to doing more exercise to to make it stronger, then jump in the pool, we would swim, run, do stuff to be able to still feel like I'm lifting, um, as well as do certain exercise in the weight room that that I was able of doing, riding the bike and stuff like that. all part of my routine and then I forced them to let me go out around 10 30 11 o'clock so I can watch the guys practice or something I'd talk to them there's nothing in there about playing the game and and is that what it comes back to you, you like to play the game yeah yeah I mean that's this is what I love this is my life pretty much so I didn't get the chance to do it until late in um, in spring training so now that I'm so right now I can get to do it I'm, I'm blessed I'm very happy even with all that you, you put up good numbers last year uh, team wise no postseason for the first time in a while when you got done with the season then you look back on it what what do you think how did you kind of look back on it we weren't prepared we weren't ready um, for certain um, games certain days and um, including myself I wasn't prepared and as as I could have been um, and that's what it comes down to you know we took certain things for granted at times and uh, we didn't come up with those 10 W's that we needed when you look at, at your situation here a couple of players have mentioned how it, the team feels a little younger this year um, and I know you, you took on a little more leadership last year do you kind of, do you feel like a veteran yet or do you still feel like a young guy <laughs> I mean I know I feel like I know the league um, I feel like I've been around for a little bit, you know. I know, I know most of the guys in the league, but that doesn't make me a veteran, you know. A veteran to me is somebody that has ten plus, you know, years, and and uh, not only that, you have ten plus years. You've been playing for ten plus, you know. It's not as a backup to me, like someone who's been around that has done it for a while, and earns the respect of everybody because you can have 15 years and not be a good person and to me that's not a better and you know because you're not teaching any other uh any of us the younger players how to handle things you know to me a better is someone that's that teach the younger players and has been around and respects everybody and respects the game and you have a pretty good feel for, for teammates, too. It seems like, I remember last year when Jose Ramirez was struggling early, you mm-hmm. said, don't worry, he's going to hit. Yeah. Where does that come from, you think? Talking a lot to Michael Brantley, Mike Napoli, um, Mike Aviles, um, just talking to them. They have taught me so much. I learned so much from them that um, I just want to pass that on and help others. That's Francisco Lindor, and uh, certainly a big key to the Indians' hopes this season. He's just happy to be be on the field, working on his game, being with his teammates, and uh, letting everything that was going on in the offseason concerning uh, his status with the team uh, 
let that go on the back burner again as uh, he wants to focus on baseball, and who can blame him? He's one of the best and uh, really seems to be enjoying himself here this spring with the Tribe. So there's your established star. A future star could be Nolan Jones, a third baseman who's in Major League Camp for the first time. And uh, it was a surprise to him after uh, he had surgery on his thumb at the conclusion of the Arizona Fall League season. They actually cut him short from the Arizona Fall League after he had gotten off to a good start. His thumb was bothering him, so surgery ensued, and uh, he's good to go. They weren't sure, so they didn't invite him initially to Major League Camp. But after a solid start to his minor league career, this former second-round draft pick and top prospect for the Indians is ecstatic to be in big league camp. Yeah, I mean, it uh, It's kind of surprised me, but it was actually a goal of mine this year going into the offseason. I'm a very family-oriented guy, and I was away from home for a long time. I had to do all my rehab out here in Arizona. Um, so it was a goal of mine coming into the offseason that I wanted to, to try and be in big league camp. Um, so I was working every single day with, with Big League Camp in mind. Um, and then when Tito called me in and told me they were going to bring me up, uh, it was just pure joy. Was it a surprise just because of how things were transpiring early before you got the news? Um, yeah. Well, I didn't. I was told that I had a meeting with Tito, but I had previously gone home that uh, last weekend because my brother uh, had senior week for Penn State. He's a goaltender at Penn State. Um, so he had senior week there, so I actually took a trip there for a, for a day. Uh, so when Tito called me and I wasn't sure what to expect, but I uh, definitely got surprised with some good news. When you look at last fall, you, you were having a real nice Arizona fall league. How disappointing was, was the injury for you? And, and mentally, how did you get through that and, and get prepared for a new season? Yeah, it was tough. Um, I actually have been dealing with the injury for, for a pretty good amount of time. It happened in the end of 2018. So once, once I took that swing and felt that felt the pain to a more extreme level. It was kind of time for me that I knew my mindset had to go from the fall league in 2019 to a healthy season in 2020. So that was kind of my visions, um, my thoughts, just to to go into the off season with an open mind and and come in and do everything I can to be healthy for, for day one of spring training 2020. So I'm excited to see that, uh, that come true. And you got a chance to get in there in a big league game on Tuesday. Uh, a couple of walks, and it looked like good at-bats for you. And uh, Nerves, anything like that going on, or just a, a good time? Um, a little bit of nerves. I mean, obviously being up there, having some of those eyes on me, a um, little bit of nerves, but I think I was just trying to have a good time. I haven't really seen as much live pitching as my first game, um, so I was just trying to see some pitches uh, and just like like soak it in, just enjoy being up there, get those first at-bats out of the way. Um, and then hopefully uh, today we can start uh, getting some hits and attack and swinging the bat. You mentioned your brother's a, a hockey goaltender for Penn State, and uh, you have a good hockey background in high school and in eastern Pennsylvania. Uh, how do you think that combo, the hockey-baseball combo, how has that helped you in your baseball career? Yeah, I think it's definitely helped. I think the number one thing would be the mental toughness. Hockey's a, hockey's a grind. Um, and then physically, it's... I mean that's where it's helped me the most. It's every single every single play somebody's hitting you, slashing you, um, and you're sprinting on the ice for 45 seconds. So um, I haven't played hockey in a, in a pretty good amount of time now, but I definitely think the 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 strength that it takes and the stability on your legs definitely helps with like even the balance in the box. Um, 
I feel that I'm I'm so strong in my base in the box, and I definitely think that has a lot to do with hockey. So the the high school hockey Nolan Jones, what type of player are we looking at? Uh, physical penalty box guy or a scorer? Yes. No, we were looking at a physical penalty box guy. I was in, I wanted to be a big tough guy enforcer. So. <laughs> <laughs> And now high school, they, they kind of frown upon that. How did, how did you do getting away with that? I got a lot of penalties. <laughs> yeah, I led, I led the league in penalty minutes. I got kicked out of a couple games, and I'm not very proud of that. But I had a great time. Um, yeah, we, were, we had a really good team, won the state championship my junior year. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, getting back to baseball, you're here in Major League Camp. Um, and I know it's very early, just a couple of days, but uh, – who do you kind of look after in there as a good example of your day-to-day -day routine, things like that? Anybody yet? <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm just kind of watching, uh, just kind of observing what they do, how they go about their business. Um, someone that I've I've been able to watch previously was Zimmer. Uh, Bradley Zimmer was in Akron with us rehabbing last year. So I was able to watch how he kind of prepares for the day and handles himself, and I'm kind of – have continued to to watch him. He's a really good example. Uh, he's been so awesome. He's been so nice to to me and all the other guys. He's a really really outgoing good guy. So I've been been definitely watching him. And if I can take more things from him and see how he prepares every day, then maybe it can help me for the season. That's Nolan Jones, uh, future third baseman for the Indians, who's uh, in camp for the first time and loving every minute of it. Stay tuned. When we come back, we'll hear from Indian starting pitcher Zach Plesak looking to make his mark once again on this team after an outstanding rookie season. That's next as Tribe Talk continues on the Cleveland Clinic Indians radio network. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Goodyear, Arizona. Tribe Spring Training. Indians taking on the Oakland Athletics in two places today. Half the squad is up in Las Vegas. They have games against the Athletics on Saturday and Sunday here in the Valley. The Indians will also play the Athletics over at their complex in Mesa. And you can hear that game on the Indians radio network beginning at uh, 3 o'clock Eastern time. Hope you have a chance to tune in to that. Zach Plezak is one of the starting pitchers over the weekend in uh, Las Vegas for the Tribe as uh, he gets it rolling here in spring training. That'll be his second start after winning eight games in the big leagues last year. 21 starts for Plezak, an earned run average of 3.81. And uh, quite a rookie season it was for Plezak, who was not in major league camp last year. Started the season at Akron. Also spent some time at uh, AAA Columbus, but did some great work for the Indians when they needed it most, as injuries were really a problem for the rotation a year ago. But uh, he and Aaron Savali made it less of a problem, you might say. And we had a chance to visit with Zach earlier this spring, and here's some of his thoughts heading into the new season. Because of last year, it's easy to forget first Major League Spring training. How's it going? It's going good so far. Um... Getting my you know feet under me, kind of meeting some new guys we have in the clubhouse. Uh, just understanding you know this year's a little different. 
it's a different role, um, different expectations, and uh, different responsibilities. You look at it this time a year ago, um, I know you were trying to make an impression, obviously, but uh, did you think back at the end of the year to how much of a whirlwind it truly was and, and how far you came in a short period of time? Yeah, I mean, um, it, it was a whirlwind. There's a lot of um, ups and downs. I had to learn a lot quick, um, learn to adapt, evolve myself into the player, you know, in the big leaguer that I am now. Um, I think this year it's going to be, you know, different just in the sense of no longer a rookie. I can't, you know, the rookie mistakes aren't, they're more, there's going to be more exposed, there's going to be more exposed um, results to those mistakes that I was making as a rookie, I guess, you know, so now it's my job to kind of turn that over and flip the page on the rookie season and move forward in the becoming, you know, a starting pitcher. Yeah, a real nice debut and and, and some good games along the way. And uh, I know toward the end of the season, there were some concerns, you know, how many innings should should you throw and all that. And then you you have that great game in Anaheim. Mm -hmm. How much did that do for you because of the time of year it was and getting down near the end that you were able to still put together that type of effort? It was That was one of the you know, greater moments of my season. I think it was at a point where I kind of went, started off hot, kind of had like um, a little r rough patch, so to say, kind of um, towards the middle of the season, you know, middle, late, end of the year. And I kind of had to decide, you know, waiver either it was going to be a good season or it was going to be an okay season. And then came down to that game, you know, it was, I knew it was getting close to the limit that we had on my innings and, you know, different loads that we had after you know, I had gone through the surgery and um, that game had happened. And then after that, it was almost like, you know, a great feeling for me because just seeing all the load I was putting in and then, you know, battling a couple starts that were didn't really go my way. And um, just being able to come out on top of that start put me in a good position and boosted my confidence going into the off season. And, you know, it was good. When you look at choices in the off season, I, I think every player pitcher has to decide, hey, where do I want to work out? What do I want to, I want to do to get better for the next year? You spent a lot of your winter with, with Mike Clevenger down in Florida. Uh, why that choice and what did it do for you? Well, Mike's my good friend, my best friend, you know, so we do a lot of things together as it is. Um, we have the same type of personality when it comes to training. You know, we love getting after it. We love improving ourselves. We love the competition of hanging out at the gym but pushing each other you know the competitiveness of trying to be better than each other in a sense of you know trying to get better so uh, we just kind of talked about it I had some things to work on that he had previously worked on the year before and um, you know he was there to help you know when I was going through my lifts he was there to help on my throwing progression we threw together long toss a lot soft season um, just kept like the energy good you know and kept the mojo um, just light, you know, and just kind of enjoyed our off season. But at the same time, you know, got after it and just used each other as leverage to make each other better. Did you, were you guys good friends before you were called up to the major leagues or did that develop after you were called up there in May? I had met him um, in the spring training that, that's this past season. And so I didn't really know much. Uh, I just knew different coordinators around here were saying we're two peas in a pod so um, I know I'm sure they were telling him that too and we were just kind of anxious one day we were going to meet each other eventually hopefully and um, we ended up meeting each other and you know kind of just as starting pitchers regardless we you know we're all connected and we have this good relationship and then me and him just kind of hit it off and uh, yeah next thing you know we're training in the offseason. 
I know when he came up, um, Corey Kluber was at the height of his time here in, in Cleveland, and, and I know Mike had expressed that you know just following what Kluber had done in terms of work ethic and all that was helpful. Um, how much of a benefit was it to, to maybe follow Mike Clevenger, who I know I've talked to him, and it, he seems it seems funny to him that he's a veteran now and that he mm-hmm. would be a leader, but um, was he that comforting person that you had here when you got to the big leagues? Yeah, I mean, it was... Um it was a crazy time for me to come up, you know, as guys were hurt, you know, our most, some of our most impactful players, you know, went down and there's a, a role to fill, you know, a responsibility to take in, you know, me coming in as a young guy, I had to fill the shoes of some, you know, veteran who was established in, in this league and has, has had success and organizationally is, you know, pronounced. So it's, for me, I couldn't come in timid and I couldn't come in acting like a rookie. I had to almost act like I belong here and knew what I'm supposed to be doing so that the team, you know, would follow my lead when I took the field or, you know, trusted in me when I was going out there to fight for us to win. And it kind of, it kind of was like at a point where almost I could caught, could have caught some backlash because almost like I was comfortable here, you know, but I wasn't trying to be like that. It was more of, I wanted to show my teammates I'm confident in my work and my preparation that when I go out every fifth day, I want you guys to be confident too because, you know, we lost one of our key players, but I'm going to come in and try and fill this role as best I can. Um, and guys like Mike and Beaver and, you know, those guys, they just open arms, you know, just if I had any questions, they made it super easy. Mike, you know, being coming from the rotation he broke and then, you know, establishing himself as you know, a dominant pitcher in the league and being able to go to him, you know, guys like that is just so helpful for me because the resource is just, you know, amazing. So he helped me a lot with just the clubhouse, you know, different pitching things, um, just preparation, how to read hitter swings, certain things like that, that, you know, at least allowed my rookie season to, you know, go better than expected. Zach, please, Zach, joining us, uh, switching gears a little bit. Uh, I think everyone needs some time away a little bit during the, during the course of the off season. You went to Alaska for a while. Explain why and, and what you found up there. How was it? I uh, visited my brother, Ronnie, who moved up to Alaska, Juneau, Alaska, the capital. Uh, he came and visited me out in my debut. I told him, you know, dude, I'm going to get out there and see you. I'm excited to get out to Alaska and this place I've never been before. Um, went up there, stayed up there for 10 days, um, drank a bunch of IPAs because <laughs> that's, you know, so much breweries going on up there. And went on some hikes, saw some really cool things. And uh, we actually hiked uh, to the Glacier Caves up in Juneau. And um, it's funny, I was with you know my brother and we'd planned the hike for like four hours, maybe two hours to the cave, two hours back. And we he's never hiked it and obviously I've never hiked it before. And so we're hiking and it's been like three, four, three and a half, going on four hours. And we're like, dude, like we have to like almost be there because we're going up and over mountains and trails. And the glacier's like tucked back away in like this mountain, you know, range. So, he, you know, I'm ready to turn back at this point, and he's not letting me turn back, and I'd stepped in the water like 30 minutes before, so my socks soaking wet, and I'm just over it. Uh, we kept going, and then we found the glacier caves, and we go in, it's like that crystal blue glow around you because you're in, you know, the glacier, and the, wa- the air is so crisp, and it's like a cool, like, it's a crazy environment to be in, and we were in there just like, it was almost like um, zen, you know? Like me and my brother just sitting in there just kind of like, enjoying like the moment and apparently people who you know hike this trail sometimes don't even find the glacier it's not like you just hike the trail go to the glacier it's because the glacier's shipped in and things are moving and 
it's a long trail it's pretty you know advanced so um luckily we, on our first try we found this glacier after getting to what was supposed to be the glacier and then we had to hike around and search for it but we ended up finding it and it was a really cool experience i'll bet you're the only guy in that clubhouse who, who's done that yeah um, so it, it seems like you're in a really good place coming off the off season good workouts a chance to get away see your brother um and now you come in here shane bieber said last year even though he had a good rookie season mm -hmm. he didn't feel he had a spot and that's how he approached it. Mm -hmm. Is is that something similar for you to, to just make sure you keep your edge? Absolutely. I think no one's really guaranteed a spot, you know, um, besides guys, you know, who've earned it. And I, I'm coming into camp this year, you know, nothing's given. So, you know, I put in a lot of work this offseason, put in a lot of work these days in spring training. Um, I'm just going to make sure I go out every day and just, you know, day at a time, just be present in the moment, go game speed and just, you know, when the time comes, when camp's over, we're going to see who we're rocking with in the, in the Cleveland. And Zach Plezak, and man, he has come into spring training uh, ready to roll. He is in really good shape and uh, throwing the ball hard at the outset of spring training. So exciting to see what this season holds for Plezak. Stay tuned. We'll have more as we continue with tribe pitcher Logan Allen trying to make his mark on this ball club. That comes your way next on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio. Talking baseball. Welcome back to Tribe Talk, our final segment from Goodyear, Arizona, and Indian Spring Training. Great to have you along on this Saturday if you're tuned in on the Indians Radio Network, and that's just one of the many ways you can listen to Tribe Talk each week. All of our network stations participating, so uh, check the time in your area on your station to see if they do indeed carry the show and then uh, what time they usually do. Normally, we uh, send this down the line sometime on Saturday, and now with games beginning, it would be before spring training broadcast, and uh, you can pick it up again on the radio network. Also, Indians.com, all the access to uh, the archived editions are there as well, and as a podcast on Apple iTunes, iHeart, uh, radio app and all the other spots that you get your podcast from you can hear tribe talk right there logan allen is certainly an intriguing name to keep an eye on in terms of the indians pitching fortunes this season he came over in the trade at the trade deadline last year between the reds padres and indians that big blockbuster that sent trevor bauer to the reds and yasiel puig franmil reyes came to the indians along with logan allen and Scott Moss, another lefty, and Allen has pitched in a pair of games in uh, spring training so far. He worked Friday against the White Sox. Two scoreless innings, a couple of walks in there, but boy, here's a guy who has uh, a lot of confidence in his abilities, and we had a chance to catch up with him earlier this spring. First spring training here with Cleveland. Obviously, you joined the organization last year through the trade. Um, how's it going, getting a, a chance to start it from the beginning and, and uh, see what it's all about? It's great, man. This experience has been awesome. Um, obviously, I love the staff here. I love the team. Uh, the facilities are great. Uh, it's been a really, really, really good adjustment since coming over to Cleveland. Uh, everybody reacts differently to a trade. You seem ecstatic with what it's done for your career. How so? Uh, well, it's the second time I've been traded, so I guess it's a little, I'm a little more, was a little more prepared this time, I guess. Um, 
I would say the best part of it was immediately got a plan on how they could make my career better. And from the second they have done it, everything they've said, taught me, explained they were going to do, they've done it, and it's helped. It's, uh, it's been remarkable for my career. Was it surprising to you that the, almost the minute you showed up that, that they kind of had some ideas on, yeah. on what could happen? Yeah, absolutely. You hear about how good the Indians are developing pitching. You hear about how good they are with the analytics side of baseball. And just being able to step in and truly see it for myself was incredible. It was head and shoulders above what I expected. In terms of uh, workout partners and, and preparing for a season, I know uh, you're close with Mike Clevenger and, and to some extent Zach Plezak. Take us inside. What's it like down in Florida, off season, where you guys are training? How how intense can it be, and, and how high, much fun? High energy. It's so fun. So I, I live a little closer to the gym than they do, so I'll get there a little earlier. And just the second they get there, you know they're there. Like the gym, just everybody's all happy, and I get in there early, and I'm grumpy, and get a cup of coffee, and you just hear Cleb and Police get in there, and the whole gym wakes up. So it's it's awesome. It's great being around them every day. Obviously, we do a ton of stuff off the field together as well. So it's just uh, it's almost like you're in spring training a little early when you're down there with those two. So how different is this spring compared to last spring in terms of growth for you? Yeah, I'm a hundred times better. I'm a hundred times more improved pitcher this year than I was last year, and that's something that's that just shows where the growth truly is. And then, as far as me as a person, I'm way more relaxed this year. I mean, last year I came into camp and was with San Diego, and was like, oh my gosh, I got to do this, I got to do that. No, this is way more laid back. I'm, I'm relaxed. I feel like I'm in my own environment. I'm able to be myself uh, and just go out there and worry about getting prepared for a season. And you're preparing for a season. Um, there's competition because of the amount of good arms here. Yeah. Um, how do you handle that from the mental side of things, the, the amount of... You just go about your business the way you would and, and, and just being a good teammate. I mean, there's there's two big league rotations in, the, in that clubhouse right now as far as starting pitchers go. It attests to the amount of pure pitching that this organization has. And it's a good thing, and it makes everybody better. I mean, throwing alongside Cookie, I mean, Bieber, Clev, all these guys, like, it pushes you. It pushes you to bring out the best in yourself and the best in a team. And at the end of the day, if they're bringing out the best in me, whether I'm helping um, you know the Indians now or later, it's going to be the best for the organization as a whole. And from the standpoint of a winning organization and hopes for this season, what are you seeing in there that has you really encouraged? I'm just excited. Um, you know, seeing Frankie and Perez and Santana, Rami, all these guys go about their business like uh, not like they're veterans, like they like they're there. They're going at it like they're trying to get ready to win a lot of ball games this year. Like the. And Frankie said it best, you know, like going home early last year was not fun um, and he doesn't want to do that again. So he, it feels good that people underlook us a little bit, you know, just because we're not out there spending $300 million on a, on a player or anything like that. And we truly love the guys we have in this clubhouse. And that just it excites me to see what this team can do. Logan Allen joining us. Uh, you look at uh, since being traded, I know you were in town for TriFest recently. And, and you did a lot of community work while you yeah. were there in a, in a short period of time. Uh, where does that come from for you and how important a part of your day is that? Uh, that definitely comes from me from home. I mean, uh, not being able to be around my brother a lot uh, is definitely the reason that I go out and do these things. It makes you feel a little closer to home and, uh, you know, it makes you feel that, you know, baseball is, is not who I am, just what I do kind of thing. And, um, you know, Cookie, learning from, learn from that guy, what he does in the community, that's pretty good guy to follow when it comes to, you know, outreach and, um, you know, being an active member of the community, not just a baseball player. And Family Foundation, um, I know you're 
your folks have a chance to see you play a lot. Yeah. Um, how important is that to you? It's that awesome. They, they haven't haven't been able to see me play as much uh, the last few years as they will this year. They uh, dad retired. We got a good group of nurses at home with my brother, so they're able to travel just a little bit more than they normally would. Last year it might be one trip here and there. Obviously, they made out for my debut. That was a big one. So. Um, it's good to have them around. I know it's uh, it's just as fun for them watching me as it is for me to play. That's Logan Allen. A, a lot of energy there, and uh, certainly someone that bears watching, uh, whether it's at the start of the season or sometime after that. You figure that uh, at some point in time, he could be a real nice contributor to the Tribe, starting pitching or even out of the bullpen. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Tribe Talk. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, we appreciate Brian Matze back at Command Center for all of the, the editing work that he does on our show each week. Until next week, when we join you again from spring training here in Goodyear, this is Jim Rosenhaus reminding you that you've been listening to Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network has been brought to you by Progressive, helping Indians fans save hundreds on car insurance.